Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Oh, <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Take me to the king. Hallelujah. Take me to the king. When you take me there, you can leave me. You don't even have to wait on me. Just give me a ride to the king. Good afternoon. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Saturday's Buffet with your host, Lorraine Brown. Today's topic is being offended. And sometimes, even in God's house, we can uh, become offended. But there's aftermath that comes along with being offended, and there's devastation that's associated with offenses. So today we have three very, very special guests that's with us today to share on this subject, this very detrimental subject. We want to welcome to Saturday's Buffet, Pastors Jean Homer, Pastor Charlene Washington, and our Jack of All Trades. Uh, Sister Roberta Jones. Welcome, ladies, to the Saturday Buffet. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Welcome all of you to Saturday's Buffet, and thank you for being my escort today. Today, this subject is very personal to me because I have been offended, and I'm working through my offense. And I looked up the word offense, ladies, before we get started, and it says a charge or an accusation against another Reconciliation with an offended brother or sister should take priority over making an offering. And I thought that that was just a wonderful definition. And then I looked at Matthew chapter 5, verse 24. It said, leave there thy gifts before the altar and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer the gift. So God is so serious <laughs> about us getting our offenses straight. And I know that when I became offended just recently by someone that I trusted, someone that I loved, someone that I felt like loved me, I became offended and then I, I, I felt myself and I saw myself not really dealing with the offense but kind of tucking it back. And then I made, I won't say the mistake, but I had a conversation with Pastor Jean and I shared with her that I had been offended. And Pastor Jean said some words to me that have changed my life. And when these words changed my life, sisters, I believe that these words and the words that you will share on this show today is going to change the lives of many others. But Sister Jean said to me, Pastor Jean says to me, she says, Lorraine, if you can be offended, there is a place in you that can offend. Sister Lorraine, if you can be offended... There is a place in you that can offend. And I was immediately brought to a place of submission. I know the pain of being offended all too well. And I wasn't comfortable any longer with being offended because that trauma that was placed on me, I wanted to be free of it, and I want those uh, others who are in that place to be free as well. There's a story that goes with each person that's on the line today for our radio audience. They were chosen by the Holy Spirit of God. Sister Roberta um, uh, has impacted my life, and I believe that God gave me these three women to escort me out of this cave. Sister Roberta, I went in her house. There's been many occasions, but this particular one sticks out. I went to her house one day, and I had an issue with my head. Sister Roberta laid hands on me. That issue has never returned a great and powerful woman of God. Sister Charlene prayed a prayer yesterday 
on Facebook. She said, Lord, I want multiple people to come to my sister's watermelon truck, and when they come, that they will purchase multiple, uh, make pu- multiple purchases. Sister Charlene, I want you to know that not only did God hear your prayer, but he answered it. Sister Jean Amen. has been a, a, a voice in my life. She just recently became a voice in my life. But when Sister Jean spoke those words to me about being offended and how I have that place in me, I want to be free. And I thank God for women of God who have a Holy Ghost boldness on them to speak the truth in season and out of season. And I know that that cannot be an easy walk because when you walk in that type of integrity with God, the enemy puts you on his hit list. Sister Jean, I just want you to start this conversation today. I want you to expound upon the words that you shared with me about being in that place uh, of getting offended. You can be, uh, you can offend yourself. Would you share that with us today, please? Amen, sister. I'm so uh, I'm so grateful to be here and and to be ministering with such awesome women of God today. And and if you would permit, Amen. I'd just like to up with a little prayer because. Uh, Amen. With the spirit of offense, sisters, how many of you all already know it's not something that can be caught. It has to be taught. And it can only be taught out of a place where you have experienced God on this journey. Amen? Amen. Amen. We, Father God, your daughters, your virgins, your wise virgins. Come before your throne of grace and mercy today, Heavenly Father, thanking you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives, Lord God, thanking you, Father God, for allowing us to drink from your fresh waters this morning, Lord. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, as we minister your word today, Father, that you will anoint us, Lord God, with the wisdom, the insight, and the knowledge, Lord God, to be a blessing to your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Amen. You know, uh, uh, out of that place of, of uh, being the minority, you know, I've, I've been in ministry for several, several years, and and, and I'm speaking from a position of being the minority because where God raised me up, I, I uh, have had to uh, walk in that calling with much opposition, amen, opposition from without and opposition from within. I'm constantly being told God did not call you to preach. Now, you might teach Sunday school. You might can, if, you, if you're gifted to sing or play uh, the piano now you you may be able to do that i was raised in an era where women were not allowed in the pulpit even if they were called to to minister which did not bother me uh i i i came up in an era where people uh within my family and without my family within the church and without the church were set, were uh constantly reminded me that god did not call women to pastor so I constantly dealt with with uh, with those words, uh, um, you know, and 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 my own rejection, those places of fear in me, where I wasn't sure I was called to such a, a awesome place and awesome relationship in the Lord to be able to minister His word. Amen. So. So I, even with all of that going on, I, I, I proceeded to cautiously step into the call of God upon my life. And, 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 and during those times, there were many instances and many opportunities where I could have become and I did become offended. 
and and I found myself in a place of trying to explain myself uh, so that people would understand that I didn't call myself to this position. I was not trying to assume any type of position of authority, but there was this burning desire within me to not only know God, but share the God that I was learning to know. Amen? Uh, Amen. So there were places and situations where people would oppose and come against me with those words of God did not call women to preach. God did not call mm. women to pastor. And so I, I constantly walked away feeling defeated, ladies. I felt defeated. And I don't know if you all can relate to where I'm coming from today, but but this is a personal journey for me. And hopefully God can use it to be a blessing to others. But there would be places where the attack would come so strong that I would have to go into a place in God to, to receive healing for my own self. I would have to run to the Lord just like a little wounded soldier and say, God, that hurt is so bad. God, I don't know what Mm. to do. There would be days where I would even take to my bed in a fetal position Mm. because the attacks would come so strongly. And God began, and because I ran to the Lord, you know, because I would say and I would argue uh, on my own behalf saying I Mm. did not call myself to this. There is, I would search my own soul. I would search my own heart saying, God, is there anything in me that's trying to assume a position that you didn't call me to? Because I knew inside of me how I felt. I knew I was scared to death half of the time. I knew when I stood before the people, I stood with nothing to say. But God would fill me up each time. And, and, and God began to give me a rebuttal. God began to give me an answer. But that answer had to come from a place within me where I knew that I knew that I knew that I was not trying to promote myself because I stood in fear and trembling each time. And, 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 and I remember a young lady saying, well, God didn't call women to preach. My daddy told me to tell you that God did not call women to preach. And, that, and I, my, I had such a heart for that young lady. I really had a heart for her. And I could see the gift and the call in her. But that she would reject that call because of what she was being told. And the spirit of the Lord rose up inside of me. And I said, I want you to tell your father this for me. If he has a problem with me to take it up with God because I did not call myself. Amen. Amen. God had to begin to heal me. You know, people don't, you know, we don't understand sometimes when we offend others that that could hinder us. Are you Mm. hearing me? When I offend you, that could, that could hinder me because of the gift and the call of God upon your life. Amen. So I, I, let me, let me, let me stop you right there. Let me stop it right there. I I, I can bear witness to that as truth because what happens to me is the offense begins to dictate my feelings. You know, when 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 I would when I would think about what it what it transpired, my whole attitude towards that person had begun to change. So it does. When you get offended, especially in the body of Christ, you do change how you walk, and and that's not God. God has given us victory. And there's no victory in offense. 
And when you talked about uh, uh, being in the leadership position, I know that Roberta and Pastor Charlene has a word for that. Pastor Charlene, I know you can bear witness to what she's just said. Absolutely. I can. You know that um, we didn't call ourselves. The one thing the Lord told me very early on, because I questioned the Lord, why would you want to use me, God? I don't, I'm not sure about this call, but what he did say is just function. Definitions want to follow. He would show the world who you are. He's out, I'll show the world who you are. And then he said, they may deny that you've been called, but they cannot deny the power that I'm going to put in your life. They cannot deny the anointing or be upon your life. And when it comes to the pain, I learned very early how to process pain. So I took that pain to the Lord, and I asked the Lord, Lord, show me. And, and he said, at the point of pain, you can be pushed toward redemption, or you can be driven to destruction. So what do you do with the pain? How do you process hurt? Well, my question is to the Lord. So what do I do with this pain? How do I process my hurt? How do I get past the, past the pain to joy? And the one that the Lord said to me, he said, don't deny that your emotional state has been altered. The first thing, don't deny that it's real how you feel. You take your feelings to him, your emotions to him. He said, look at every area of that, and you, and you look at what happened and why it happened. Then you make a decision. Do you hold on to the offense or do you release it? And it was my choice to release the offense because I was in bitter torment. I was in that torment. And then he said to, to watch your thought patterns. You got to watch your thought patterns because you're going to play over and over in your mind that thing that happened. And every time you do that, that that pain is alive and as well is growing That's deeper true. and deeper, and it's pushing that yes. pain further down. So because your flesh, mm. your flesh wants to keep you in that place. That your flesh mm-hmm. wants to keep you in torment. And God says, stop the mm. hurting the words that were spoken to you. Stop reliving, reliving the pain and anguish that resulted from your offense. Because if you continue mm. to allow yourself back in thought. You have to start the process of healing all over again. Every single time you go back yeah, to what was said and how it made you feel, you got to start the healing process all over again. And then the Lord says, "Wow, you, you've got to forgive so that you can heal, so that you can live." And I love that when He said, "Cast the burden." And we literally, even at our church, we one of my brothers bent down and he picked up the burden that he was carrying and he threw it. And then he started dancing in the spirit. The Lord told me to have him do that. You pick that up and you throw it on me and he danced himself free. I love that. And another Amen. thing the Lord says to, said to me was, so do you allow um do you allow this night in your heart to finish you off? And oh my said, God. No. He said well, well then pull the knife out. Stop the wow. and live. Or do you mm. want to push that knife in farther by reliving or or recounting every word that was said to you? Or do you want to hold on to your Precious pain. See, we, mm. we think our, we, we, we should feel this way because we're unheard. I'm bruised. I'm battered. I'm a double soul. Right. It becomes precious mm-hmm. pain. But God says, you know, you, wow. you get the revelation of life. You pull that knife out of your heart. You stop the bleeding and you give that pain mm. to me and allow me to heal you, deliver you, and set you free. I learned early on in mission that people weren't going to like the fact that I was called, but, but, but I don't care. I don't. I just didn't, it didn't worry me that much because I have the answer to God and not man. And I know if people don't like it, they don't Amen. like it anyway. But this is my truth. I'm going to please God. And I had to process that. I'm not saying that I've got victory in every area of my life. I don't. Right. But what I learned to right. do is to surrender my right to guardianship of that pain. I held it wow. too close. I held it too close. It, I became the guardian of my pain. I want to pet mm. the devil. I want, you know, be careful. Don't let this devil mm-hmm. get away because I've got a right to feel this mm-hmm. way. I've got a right. 
watching over and mm. preserving the memory of my pain. That's crazy. It is crazy. Wow. And, you know, and so what I had to do is, is, is like that pain would have become like a like the venom of a serpent, you know, that slowly mm. shuts down your respiratory system and cause your heart to fail. I, I had to think about that. That pain could shut down my respiratory system. That pain could take me to my grave if I don't get rid of it. Wow. Because what comes with pain is depression and oppression. And if you yield to any pain, you're going to be stuck there in your pain for the rest of your life. But I learned to get in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, ma'am. Pastor Charlene, I know you have set Roberta on fire, and I'm not going to allow Roberta to sit there and burn up because I know what you shared and what uh, Pastor Jean has shared has set a blaze in me. And I know she over there trumping at the bitch. Go ahead, Roberta. I'm going to let you release some of that steam before we go to the song. Because this is, this, is, uh, this is so awesome, girls. This is what I'm saying. When you find yourself in ministry and you find yourself wounded, You've got to have a safe place to be real. And I feel so safe and guarded right now. Go ahead, Roberta, share something before we go to the song. <laughs> amen, amen. Praise God. It's, a, it's an honor to be on, on this call with these awesome women of God. I'm just grateful amen. because, uh, you know, they're, they're both saying the same thing. I think we have all have felt and experienced some of the, the same things they're saying. But to piggyback, one of my things when – God called me, I had to opt for me. I had to first <laughs> believe in myself. Yeah. Because it was unbelievable for me. God, right. I was taught, you know, all your life you grew up with men in ministry, not women. Women taught, they taught Sunday school, and they gave uh, uh, speeches, but never became preachers and never preached. So I had to, I, he had to convince me that the call for me and once he convinced me that the call was for me, it didn't matter what anyone said. Because I knew Amen. when I said that God had called me and I didn't call myself. And it wasn't anything I wanted to do anyway, first of all. I didn't want the job anyway. You know, it was it was uh hand picked by God. It wasn't by it wasn't my choice. I would have chosen something else. But he chose me because of what he put in me. And one of the things he said, A fist is gonna come. He said, a fist is going to come. But, That's you know, right. when they come, is what you do with the fist. And you don't have to believe me. It's okay. You have that right not to believe me. It's okay. But like uh, uh, Pastor Charlene said, but you can't deny the power. You can't deny the power. Mm-hmm. And my thing, I want to preach under the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. You can't deny that. So once you do that, once you come out... No, you know, decreasing because it's not about you anyway, you know. And I hear a lot of women. Amen. They don't want me to preach. I don't want to preach. Mm. A woman can't preach. No, she can't. But the right. spirit that's inside of her can. Yes. Amen. So you want the spirit to come yes. forth, not the mm-hmm. not the female, because the spirit has no gender. You know, it's Amen. not. It's the spirit that's speaking. So you want the spirit. So I want to decrease. I pray, Lord, let mm-hmm. me decrease and you increase. And one of the things I think that the, the persecution of the fist come to the, to kill the us anyway. Mm. We have to die mm. that Christ may live. Mm-hmm. We mm. have to die, die to ourselves, our emotion, and it's okay. And, they, and and Jesus said they did it to the green tree. What more should they do to you? <laughs> he was the green. Now we done lose her and she gone. <laughs> <laughs> we lose her and she gone. 
Calm down, Roberta. You got some more time. That child is gone. I, I knew she was trumping at the bits over there. We don't, we don't get a song going. But this is so amazing to me. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better. I had already repented to God for even carrying my offense, but I wanted to make sure, Pastor Charlene, Pastor Jean Homer, and Sister Roberta, I wanted to make sure that I was set free of this thing because God already shared with me that if you allow offense to remain in your life, it's going to dictate your life. And uh, God never intended for us to operate from a place of pain. He always intended for us to operate from a place of victory. So after this song, we're going to come back, and we're going to allow you girls to continue to expound upon offenses. And before we're done, those that want to be free, because what I'm finding out in the body of Christ, sisters, there are some people, as Pastor Charlene said, who want to nurse those babies of sin and hang on to them, but I am one, I'm throwing up my white flag of surrender, I want to be free, and I believe that there are listeners on today who want the same thing, and for those of you who are listening, you come right on back after the song and hear the words of wisdom that God has sent forth, we're going to go now, Pastor Chris, to our song. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. Give myself away so you can come on let him know I give myself away I give myself away so you can use me I give myself away would happen if a generation embraced this. Come on, tell me. Here I am. Here I am.
Never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. It's Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Wait a minute. Hold on. Thank you. Come here, Pastor Bishop. Thank you. Bishop just walked in here because I'm at the church. And Bishop just spoke a word, ladies, and he needs to speak this on the, on the, on the call. Say it out loud, Bishop. My God, did you all hear that? Oh, no, no, we, didn't. An old we didn't hear it. Huh? We didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it. Let me, let me repeat it. He says, offense is just an old fence. That needs to be torn down because it prevents you from going where you need to go. My God, I had another way I was gonna go, and this man to walk up in here and stand up a bee's nest. My God, we're gonna be do- we're going someplace today. God is in control. Ooh, offense. When we get offended, it's an old fence, old picket fence that's wore out and tore down. And the only thing we're standing there doing is preventing us from going where God is sending us to go. My God, my God from Zion. Oh, my God. Pastor Gene, Pastor Gene, when we want to, uh, when we discover that we're in this condition, what do we do to get free? We got to be free today. God's got somewhere he's taking us. And these old fences are preventing us from getting there. But I'm going today. Hey, glory to God. I'm going today. Pastor Amen. Gene, what do we do? <laughs> Amen, Holland. I love your excitement. Hallelujah. You know, uh, one of the things, there was a book written some years ago, and uh, it was entitled The Bait of Satan. I believe it was by John. Amen. And, uh, you know, when I first came across that book, I thought it was a good title. But, you know, just sometimes you can you can read something, but it still is not applicable unless you experience mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, you know, um, and, and, and you know,
know, of course, with with such a thing as offense, we must take it to the throne, lady. We must take it to the throne because one of the revelations that God gave me about offense is that it is so dangerous when we allow ourselves to stay there because mm-hmm. it eventually touches every fleshly emotion. Amen? Mm-hmm. The scripture tells us that it is easier to win a whole city than it is a brother <laughs> offended. And so oh my God. when I was going through the season of God teaching me about offense, and I came, came upon that <laughs> scripture, I had to go to the Lord, and I felt the urgency or the seriousness of it, but I needed a revelation and an understanding from the Lord of, of, of just how detrimental offense could be if we harbored it, if we allowed it mm. to stay within our members. Amen? And when God mm. gave me that revelation that it would affect, it would you must deal with it quickly because mm. it will touch every human emotion. Amen? And, and, and look at the seriousness of the scripture. It says, the scripture says that it is easier to win an entire city than God. it is one brother who continues to stay offended. Pastor Jean, Pastor Jean, Pastor Jean, wait a minute, Pastor Jean. Oh, my God. Can you just think for a few minutes we have people that uh, are just associates that uh, offend one another. But can you can you just even bear witness to the weight of an offense that happens in a household between a mother and a daughter, a father and a son, a husband and a wife? How severe that that, that offense, how deep that goes, and how how it transpires from the father to the son to the grandchildren to the great grandchildren, and everybody is operating out of that offense. A whole line of generations. And nobody knows even where it originated from. It's like cutting the, the, the butt off the, the ham. And, and everybody's cutting the butt off the ham, cutting the tip off the ham. And nobody knows why. Uh, why are you cutting the ham? Well, I cut it because my mama cut it. Why, why are you cutting it, mama? Well, I cut it because my mother cut it. And then you, you, you get down to the end of that ham-cutting situation and find out that the original person that cut the ham was only doing it because they thought was too little. But we've all done it over time. I don't like my uncle because my mama didn't like my uncle. My, well, I don't like my, my mama's uncle because my mama's mama didn't like my uncle. And it's time for it to quit. Please, Pastor Charlene, help us to quit transferring this, this thing of offense from person to person, from generation to generation. Help us today, Pastor Charlene, please. Amen. We have to, we have to take care of the offenses. That's another thing. Those generational curses will follow our children. We need to take care of our mm. business in this generation by getting getting free from all those demonic forces and sort of passing them down to our children from generation to generation. I believe firmly in this. I'm going to take care of the devils that are attacking me and my generation so that my children are not affected by those same demon spirits that are coming to wow. drag them down. And that's our responsibility mm. in, as, as, as leaders and as parents that we deal with mm. every offensive thing in our lives our children shouldn't have to suffer for the things that we've gone through because we've dealt these devils in our generation. We don't pass them mm. down for our children to fight. We deal with them. We expose them. We let our children know that this is something I struggled with, but I bound these devils in the name of Jesus. It's like Jesus told wow. his disciples that, that afflictions were going to come, that um, tribulation was going to come. He said, but don't worry, I've overcome the enemy. Well, we need to overcome the enemy <laughs> in our generation so that our children don't have to deal with 
those same demon spirits. Maybe they'll deal with something different, but we should defeat these mm. devils in our generation and not pass them down to wow. our kids. I love that, and that's that's so important. Wow. So, wow. so very important. Wow. And I just and I, I just want to say that you know that in John um it was fourteen thirty, what Jesus or twenty nine Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh, but he has nothing mm. in me. There's nothing in me mm-hmm. that he can use. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. In, there's nothing in me that he can attach himself to. There's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing that he can use against because it's, it's already been dealt with. In other words, Satan has mm-hmm. no power. Had no power over Jesus. None. But we wow. take that for ourselves wow. too. The devil may be attacking us, but he has no power over me because there's nothing in me to offend. There's nothing in me that he can mm-hmm. attach himself to to hurt my life because my life is exemplary wow. before God set apart, sanctified in God. And we have to make sure that there's nothing in us that the devil can't offend. And I, it goes back to what, what uh, Minister, Minister Homer says. You know, she said that um, that there was something in, see what she said? She said, mm-hmm. um, I forgot what she said now. I can be offended because I can offend. Because you can offend, right. So we have to make sure mm-hmm. there's nothing in us to offend. And I'm telling you, I've been through hardships in life, things that should have driven me almost crazy, and I know that. But at mm. the same time, the Lord mm-hmm. kept telling me, cast the care, cast the care, don't internalize it, mm. it's not about you, this is the devil, don't accept it, those harsh words, mm. don't accept it, you cast it on me, and I practiced doing that, and pretty soon there was nothing in me to offend, I even started to even laugh at the things that were being said, <laughs> I started to laugh at them and said, that's not for me, that's the devil talking, mm. I don't receive any of it, and that's what we mm. have to be with, with the offenses, we have to know that, I love what the, what the bishop said, it's just an offense. It's just an old fence needs to be torn down. Well, we need to tear down yes. those faulty thinking structures in our minds. Those are faulty mm. thinking habits and structures that have been placed in our minds and our hearts. We have to tear that stuff down and don't allow it to penetrate to the point that it affects our ministries or our emotions mm. and even our health. Because offenses will attack your health. There are people who have yes. forgiven yes. forever and ever and ever, and they go to their graves saying, I would never forgive. Well, guess what? You're going to hell. Yes. If you don't forgive... Mm-hmm. You can't live in eternity. Mm. You can't. Not because no. God can't forgive you. Know, so you know, Pastor Charlene, I, I, I think about um I think about all of you uh, on the line today and how you have uh I've seen triumph in you. But um I'm thinking about uh Sister Roberta. Sister Roberta mothered eleven children. And I remember when she shared with me how she was um talked about uh, for having her children and how she felt uh, some type of way because she struggled to get those children's hair combed and shoes on to bring them to church. And, and she didn't come to church expecting to find the brother in and the sister in uh, persecuting her for having children that she was bringing to church. And she said that she would get them ready sometime out of that 11. She would comb hair. She had eight girls. She would comb hair. And by the time she get one pigtail fixed and she looked to get the second one the do the pigtails, and the first one pigtails was messed up. So, you know, we laughed about it afterwards. But, Roberta, I've seen you. Nobody has to tell me about you. I saw you myself triumph. I saw you rise above persecution and offense. And I stood next to you thinking, why don't we just ball our fists up? You know, we can, we can repent later. Let's just ball our fists up right now. But I've seen you smile through what I know had to be very painful for you. Roberta, what would you say to, to, to me if I was standing in the middle of this sea and I didn't know how to swim? What would you say to me today? 
What I would say to you is standing in the middle of the sea. You couldn't swim. I'm standing in the middle of the sea. I can't swim. You can't swim. But I'm offended. But I'm offended, Roberta. The, the only thing I can say to you is is the, the same thing that I, you throw up your hands. When you throw up your hands and surrender, and you surrender to the one that can rescue you, which is God. And then when I Amen. was offended, I, I was in the church. Mm-hmm. That was the place that I should have been getting the help. Mm-hmm. And I was being persecuted because of what God told me to do. Take it to God. He told me to forgive them. He said, they don't know what to do. He said, forgive them. And he thought he allowed me to begin to pray for them. And when you begin to pray for people, you see things that are they're going through, through. So in praying for them, I got relief of the pain that you're going through. And I learned that in persecution, if you start counting it all joy, if you yeah. start rejoicing, when you hear negative things, <laughs> if you start telling it all good, you mm. fall into because you're tempted to do other things. But if you start yes, telling yes. it all good, God will mm. work it out for your sin. He'll work it for I your know. good. And the same people that are persecuting you, they would have to come back to you. Mm. And God, cause God is the one to fix it. See, we we fight, we don't fight. We fight to get results. We could have ball up our fist and threw some blows, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have been, wouldn't mm-hmm. have been no results. Nobody would have wouldn't have got nothing but maybe a black eye, bloody nose. Right, right, right. But God changes. God changes the mind and transform, renew the mind to change a person mm-hmm. inside out. So the change has to come from the inside. And mm-hmm. you can't blame a person for something they don't know. They didn't know, and that's why sure. Jesus said, "Forgive them, but they don't know when they don't mm-hmm. know." And when you get into when you learn to walk in the spirit, you find out what people really don't know. Wow. Because the, wow. the, the, the spirit, the spirit is what give life. Mm. It tells it Amen. tells what's going on on the inside. We look we outward look at people. But see, we're a spirit first. Mm-hmm. But we look at we look at our body more than our spirit. We're spirit mm-hmm. first. And when you see in the realm of the spirit, then, then you can bring the body in the subjection. Because if I learn how, if I have a problem and you learn how to pray for me, you can control it by the spirit. My Lord, my Lord, Pastor Jean, you standing on your head yet? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Pastor Jean, bring it home. Bring it, bring it in, bring it into the house. Bring it into the same bed. Bring it into the marriage for me. Yeah. You know, God is so faithful, ladies, and and, and, and radio audience. He really loves us, and it breaks his heart when uh, the enemy is is able to come and afflict us with such a thing as offense, amen? And, 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 you know, uh, God has to take me to his word uh, in order for me to see things the way that he sees them, and when we're dealing with something uh, that 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 touches uh, all of our emotions the way offense does, uh, mm. the word is the thing that sets us free. Now, the fruit yeah. of offense. I want to look at. I want us to look at the fruit of offense. Amen. Uh, bitterness, yeah. jealousy, mm. envy, division, mm. strife, mm. outrage, mm-hmm. resentment, mm-hmm. pride. 
blind spiritual blindness, complacency, and deception to the point that we think evil is good. Amen. And good is evil. So when we begin to see things the way God, then you know what that does? That that causes us to want to deal with them. That if we're true mm-hmm. children of God, that is not acceptable, amen? And then when we begin right. to see the fruit of offense, and you go back to the book of Proverbs, and you study yes. on the seven sins that God hates, you'll find <laughs> that the fruit of offense are found in the seven sins That's right. that God hates. Amen? My Lord. So, so now what yes. I'm doing is that atmosphere here for us to see that it is not okay to stay offended. Because, number one, it's weaponry from the arsenal of your enemy, my enemy. Amen? My Lord. Lord. And one of the the ways that pride operates in offense is it's full of deception. And we've seen many people operate this way. They, when, when they've been offended or hurt, the pride tells them to say, I'm okay. Nothing is wrong. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm really good. I'm good. I'm good. And they're lying. They're lying. But that's how pride operates in offense. Because until you can admit something is wrong, you can't get the right. truth. Amen. Amen. And and, and I remember and what it does is it keeps you, it locks you into a place of complacency. That means Mm. that it disrupts that intimacy that you have with God. And that Mm. God has done Jesus Christ for us to be able to flow in and operate out of. Amen. You're in a place of complacency. Hallelujah. And I remember one and, and you know, when we're in ministry a lot of times our offense comes from ministry <laughs> or <Yeah>. other ministers. <laughs> Amen. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. That's the truth. Hallelujah. But yes, God will use those things to sharpen us. Amen. Because uh-huh. God tells us to count it all joy. Count it all joy, think? as Pastor Charlene said. Because these things are going to come. The word tells uh-huh. us that offense will Come. Oh. There, I remember mm-hmm. when God gave me that revelation, and I and, and He said, "There's no way around it. There's no way mm. to avoid it. It's mm. going to come." And I remember mm. being a, ba- a baby minister saying, "God, I don't want to be offended. It hurts too bad. God, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Is there any way around it?" And then when He showed me that scripture, I understood that it was necessary in order to build the character of Christ within me mm. because it would Amen. show if I flowed in love. It would show if I flowed in peace. It would show if I mm-hmm. flowed in forgiveness and long suffering and perseverance. It would show whether or not I was being recreated in the image of Christ. Amen. And and I Amen. remember being offended by a minister that out and out lied. And I knew that <laughs> I knew that you should not lie. And the lie mm-hmm. that he told, uh, 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 um, because of his position in my life, it caused other people to believe and take his side. Mm-hmm. So I was the 
authority, and I was in a situation where I could say nothing. The mm. only thing I could do was continue to go to God with it, continue to go to God with it. And I need to finish this one little piece. And so I found in my daily prayer life, when I went before the Lord and I was seeking him for the ministry, ladies, my prayer would always divert from what the people needed to what he did. (laughs) And I would start out saying, Lord, I need to hear from you. Lord, bless this. Lord, meet every need. But you know, Lord, why did he do that to me? God, I just don't understand why he was out of me. And then I would get up, and the next day, I would go on my knees before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm coming before you, Lord. I just thank you. And I'm, you know how we pray, amen? But mm-hmm, my prayer mm-hmm. would always divert to, and Lord, I thought he did you not, Lord. You're going to just let him get away with lying on me, Lord? And I mean, this continued for, I, I know at least two weeks, where my mm. prayer was diverted. And one mm. day, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, I got on my knees. And I, I began to pray as usual. It was my prayer time, amen. And 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 I was like, Lord, that hurt so bad what He did to me. I heard the Lord's voice say, "It does not matter." And it stopped me. It stopped me in my tracks, lady. And I didn't know. I, I had ne- never heard God say that to me before, and it was a form of correction. And I just got quiet before him. And you know what came up out of me? Out of the the voice of offense? Do you know what it said to my God? Well, it matters to me. It matters to me. Offense has a voice. It has a voice. And, Mm. And then I broke. And I said, but Lord, if it doesn't matter to you, Make it where it doesn't matter to matter me. To me. Amen. Help me to mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. And then God explained. He said it doesn't matter to me because it's separating you from mm-hmm. me. You understand what I'm saying? You've got to get mm-hmm. to the point where that no longer matters. Because it's, it's interrupting my time with you and your time with me. Now, come and let me deal with that until it is no more because I will not tolerate anything that separates me from your my love God. and you Amen. from my love. So let me deal with it. And that morning, oh. God dealt with that offense within my heart. And he began to show it to me how it manifests in hurt and fear and doubt and unbelief and how it how the bitterness was a form of control because what bitterness mm. wants is a form of unfulfilled revenge That's where right. you're sitting there and you're waiting for them to see themselves. Mm. You're waiting for something bad to mm. happen to them. You're waiting for God mm. to correct them. Amen? Because you see mm. yourself as the victim. And when we're founded in Christ Jesus, you know what? That is no longer part of our DNA. We're no longer mm. victims. We're, we're victorious. Amen? Amen. That's all Pastor Charlene, we're going to come back and, and give you a chance to, to speak. Uh, Pastor Jean, you have really said some stuff. I I, 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 I wish it was raining. I would go just stand in the rain and get a, get baptized. Stop. Stop. <laughs> 
Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. I mean I mean you it God has, has, has brought the radio listeners on today and people of God, you who are listening, if you are operating in offense today, when you when you walk away today, you are really going to be without excuse. God is making his gospel crystal clear on today. I'm not going to tolerate anything that separates me from my people. And if there's something that's standing in the way and offense stands in the way, we need to be throwing up our hand and saying, Lord, hear my, help me. And when we come Amen. back, Dr. Charlene, you be prepared to share whatever the Lord has laid on your heart. Right now we're going to go, Pastor Chris, to a song. And when we come back, we'll hear from Pastor Jean and from Pastor Robert, uh, Sister Robert, well, okay, Pastor Robert. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> It's Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown, right now on TPV Radio.
Right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. It's Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Withholding nothing. If we want to be free today, we can't withhold anything. There are many offenses on the line that are fresh. The blood is still bright red. But there are some offenses on this line today that have turned black. And that indicates just how long we've been nursing that offense. There are many elderly people who nurse offenses. And as Pastor Charlene Force stated, we take them to our grave. Because once we hold on to them for so long, we forget that they are offenses. And we just think that they're just a part of who we are. And so, Pastor Charlene, my heart is burdened for you today, not because I believe that you can be offended, but because I know your heart. I know the type of woman of God you are. I know how you want the best for God's people. And I know it is a challenge for you to look among your flock and see people that all they have to do is follow instructions given to you by the Holy Ghost of God. And they themselves can be free, but they won't allow freedom to enter into their lives because they, they, they're more familiar with holding on to the offense than letting it go. Pastor Charlene, I know that that's a burden for you because you're always pulling on people to get the best out of their lives. And you know that the offense does not work God's best. Pastor Charlene, would you like to share uh, about that today? I would, and I would say this, that we, we, we talked many, many months, maybe a year, on just forgiving, letting things go, and putting down demonic strongholds that would enforce um, that behavior in our hearts. And I can say that our people have come forward in forgiveness and, and live. So that's the thing, you forgive so that you can live. And I can honestly say mm-hmm. that we've had that re- revival or revelation in our church where God has done that, that some of us were stuck in place of bitterness and hatred and strife and division and couldn't forgive. But I can honestly say today that the Lord has brought our people forward from that place. And I want to say that um, I think Pastor Jean quoted the scripture, Luke 17, 1, where, where the offenses were going to come. But, it, but I love that latter part where it says, woe unto them that will bring those offenses. You know, well, woe unto them because great devastation will come to the one guilty of betrayal. I think you said earlier in the, on that you were you felt betrayed in the, the situation mm-hmm. you're in. Well, if you look at the Amplified mm-hmm. Bible version, it says, and Jesus said to his disciples, temptation, snares, traps set to entice you to sin are sure to come, but will be unto him by through whom they come. And I love this version because if you think about it, sometimes, you know, we're drawn into um, these, those offenses, we're drawn into these offenses 
purposely be thrown off by the mm-hmm. devil. The devil sets up situations to draw us into them, to throw us off. And we're mindful of that. We have to watch that because anxiety comes with that. You know, that, that, and the Lord said to me years ago that anxiety builds uh, walls of frustration. It brings down the nervous system, and it does. It takes you into, mm. health, into cycles of, of ill health that none of us need or want. So we have to, have to mm. really make sure that we're forgiving every offense because those temptations, those snares, they are snares. Offenses are snares. They're set mm-hmm. to bring us to sites of and to bring us into sin, to the sin of unforgiveness and lovelessness. And we, as mm. us as ministers, we got to always walk in the, in the power of love. We all do. But I'm saying because we're mm-hmm. leaders, even more so, we have to walk in love. Amen. And we have to come. Mm-hmm. We have to know that uh, there's great, great devastation going to come. God will take care of those who offend us. If we get forgiveness mm-hmm. in our own heart and allow, and I love Mr. Uh, Gene, that was powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Pastor, <laughs> um, um, all of us, I'm telling you. It's just, uh, Roberta, I mean, this, it, this has been good for me. It's been good to me. Mm-hmm. I thank God mm-hmm. for it. But we have to watch the worry and the unease because when we when we don't forgive, it causes panic attacks. And it becomes mm-hmm. all this stuff at the base of fear. Fear is in charge. When we can't walk away and forgive, fear is in control. We're fearful of, of letting ourselves go because we're going to be hurt again. You know, we got to let mm-hmm. that stuff go. And I, I want to speak to that end because we all have anxiety. We all have fears. We all have emotional trauma. We all have have um, uh, things that have been said to us and done to us that, that bring mm-hmm. that offense. But I'm telling you, I live, I really live and I choose to forgive every offense I have to because those things are so heavy. I would not be able to function without walking in forgiveness. And as far as the church, Amen. the church is in a great place where we have left, we've left all those old wounds behind because I've caught on trauma for a long time, trauma, the, the effects of trauma to the mind and, and to the soul. And, you know, trauma is real. And But you got to go back to that offense. And I taught, even when I was teaching in trauma, I taught our people to go back to the offense. God did this for me. He took me back to the offense. And he said, now walk through it and forgive every area, forgive every area of that offense. Forgive it. Because if you don't, you're not going to ever be free. And I thank God that he, he gave me the opportunity and he taught me how to how to go from pain to joy. And that's the thing, going from pain to joy. And I, I love everything that's been said. I'm really truly, truly blessed by all of this. I am I too. just want to say I am too. Luke seventeen and one. Offenses are gonna come. Those snares are mm-hmm. gonna come. Because look if you look at their snares, that's what they are. Offenses are snares. They're traps. They're traps mm-hmm. that set you to entice you to sin, to make you walk in unforgiveness. That if we look at it from that perspective and we will we we, we will let it go. We'll quickly get our hearts mm-hmm. healed so we can go on in God. Temptations mm-hmm. are gonna come. I mean snares are gonna come. Traps are gonna come in the form of offenses mm-hmm. to, to bring us to a place where we cannot function in God as as in whole and well, walking in forgiveness and in love. So I just I would just say to everybody that it, it behooves us really to to know that God takes care of all of the, the offenders. He'll take care of them. Amen. Let's just get up Amen. together and let's walk in forgiveness and learn Amen. to love past anything. I always say, this is my favorite saying, I say love will find a way. Love will be my Lord. forgiveness. Love will, be, love will find a way to heal. Love will heal you because you is love. But I always say in any situation that I find lovelessness, love will find a way to bring us back together again. And that's so important. So very, very important. Let love find the way. Let love be the way. 
that we operate as believers today. Amen. What an amazing uh, way to put that, uh, Pastor Charlene. And when you said that, I th- I thought about water. Uh, when you release a flow of water, water always yeah. seeks the lowest point. And that's that's yeah. how how you when you said love finds a way. I see water running down a hill, finding a way, finding a path, crazy blazing yeah. a trail to the lowest point. And when we're in mm-hmm. offense, we're at a low point in our life. And we need Lord. love to find us. Yeah, we need Amen. love to find us. I I, I say, um, Roberta uh, is one of the epitomes of of love. And yes, she is. Uh, I, I I almost got offended at uh, Sister Roberta uh, yesterday, Pastor Charlene and Sister Jean Homer. Uh, uh, she almost made me operate in offense. That girl put <laughs> some crab legs and some fried fish, <laughs> some some tater salad. And some homemade coleslaw on Facebook and some sweet peas. And I almost got offended. Yes, she did. I almost got offended. Because I it was that's that's comfort food and I needed some comfort. And I, and but I want I want you to share Roberta, uh, we've already laughed about this this morning. Roberta, you have a means. God has given you out a means that you can comfort a, a individual that comes to your home with your food. Do you realize the power of your food, Roberta, how comforting it is to sit at your table or sit on your couch and eat your food and then fall asleep? Do you know the comfort of, of what your food does? Sister Roberta? You might have your phone on mute, sister. Okay. I have to correct, correct my sister. I didn't put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, but but yes, my 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 whole thing comes from God had to make me who I am, and yeah, He God. taught me from beginning to end because you know, like that song with holding nothing, I had to mm-hmm. come to that place with help nothing from mm. Him, and He He just I mean even to cooking, He told me He says your food. Don't be offended if your food draw people. My Lord. When he told me that, I didn't understand what he was saying. But the food does draw, it draws people. Mm-hmm. And it draws mm-hmm. people their comfort. Because, mm-hmm. you know, food is a comfort. I, they don't have to overeat, but food is a comfort for people, and it mm-hmm. does draw people. And one of the things that most most people's fence or our fence are learning how to walk out of offense or live with it with the fence because the fence is gonna come. The scriptures say it's yes. going to come, but we're the one yes. that, that that offends us. So vengeance is the Lord and, and we have to become like Jesus as our example. Jesus mm. was offended but he was never bothered by offense because he didn't have anything in him that was of this world. He was spiritual. His whole focus was to whatever happened is to okay. Let me see what 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 my father wanted, what my dad wanted. My Lord. That my was, Lord. And, and that's what that's he's our example, and that's how he want us. And and every one of us have have spoken on that today. When we get with with God, when we have a relationship, when we have our prayer time, He begins to open up to us what's in us. And yes. most of the time, the yes. fears come because of what's on the inside of us. 
that mm-hmm. he's trying to get rid of. And once we release it to him, the offense is, the offense is gone. And then we walk in the love. We walk in the love mm-hmm. that Charlene was talking about because Hebrew, Hebrew 11, 12 says, and let us consider one another to provoke mm-hmm. unto love and to good works. Mm-hmm. So actually love, we can be provoked into love. Even a person that's mistreating you, that you should be offended with, if you show uh-huh. them love, like Sister Charlene, love gonna win. It's uh-huh. gonna conquer. If you show them love, don't go weary, don't get tired, but show them love. And the offense, the offense is gone, and the people have to come back to you, because when I was when I was walking in the offense. I began to let God fight, and I was silent. And the rain can attest uh, to you. Those same uh-huh. people was coming back to me and apologizing uh-huh. to me. Now, I could have went off on them, but I wanted to uh-huh. die because, you know what? I was in a place I wanted Jesus. Amen. I, want. I didn't want anything else because I was so hurt. I didn't. I, nothing else mattered. And all I wanted was Jesus. And, and so in order to get that, I had to be quiet. I had to die and let him live. My Lord. And in doing that, in doing that he teaches us how to walk. He teaches us how. And I love, I, I love you, pastors, the way y'all, you, 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 you know, you're teaching your, your people. You're showing love. What he say, preach with demonstration and power. Because, you know, mm. a lot of people preach, but they don't demonstrate it. They're not living. My Lord. But when you live mm-hmm. this thing, when you mm-hmm. live it, because people are going to be offended even when, you, when you're doing the right thing. Jesus, right. Jesus offended people when he mm-hmm. was doing what was right with the preaching. His preaching offended people, not that he was wrong, but he offended right. them in his, in, his, in his teaching, in his preaching, in his walk. They were offended. So it's all right. Let them be offended. But you continue to do what God called you to do, and you'll win Amen. every time. Every time. And I, I just thank God, Pastor Charlene, how, you know, I know you. I know your walk. I know your, I, uh-huh. I know your ministry. And I know uh-huh. the power of God. And I've seen the people, the lives of people change, and the renewing Amen. of mind, people being transformed by the word of God. And that's the only thing Amen. that changes us, the word of God. Yeah. Yes. We have to renew our mind. It's the word of God. And people Amen. want, some people love being, they love being in that, that, that place. Mm. Because it's a pity party and it's a, it's a place of comfort for them. Mm-hmm. Because if I get out of this, if I come out of this, that means that I have to work. Mm-hmm. And I have to work out my soul's salvation. I don't want to work. Yeah. If I can stay here, I can blame everybody else for what Mhm. But if if yeah. I begin to to obey God, then I have to work. Mm. I have to become what the Word of God say I am by doing. I got to be a doer of the Word and not just a My hearer. Lord. So we have to become mm. doers. And I know it's hard as pastor that to help people to become doers of the Word. They want to hear the Word. Yeah. They want don't want to do the Word, and they keep coming mm-hmm. here with the same. Same problem and same, same thing. And you ask mm-hmm. me, but did you do what I told you to do? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I, I didn't. Well, you can't get no results until you obey. My Lord. 
when you obey, then you can get, then, then you, he said, after we've obeyed, then we'll receive the promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The promise come mm-hmm. after, so see, we are, we are babes and we don't, he said, he said, you know, after we obey, we receive the promise, but we want to be as children. We don't want to be, we don't want to mature in Christ. They that mm. are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. They are led by the Spirit of God are the mature, are, are the mature saints. The mm-hmm. ones that you don't have to hold and bottle feed. Yes. Because now it's yes. time for you to feed yourself. And, and, mm-hmm. and so often, and I'm sure you guys can attach that when it's time for them to feed themselves, they want to go somewhere else. So they don't understand me. They don't, they, they you know. <laughs> but you can't be baby forever. Mm-mm-mm. We can't be babies forever. And we have to mature, be a mature son. Because your fear is going to come. Mm-hmm. But how do I respond to, to it? He said, every Amen. day, you know, my prayer is, Father, I forgive them the same way you forgave me. Mm-hmm. If we learn how to forgive the way we forget we are forgiven, yeah. Yeah. we won't be offended so fast. Or we'll release now that's another color for door. That's another mm-hmm. color for door, uh, Sister Roberta, when you talk about walking in forgiveness, because uh, some people have declared in their heart, and when it goes in your heart, man, it takes God to get that out. They've declared in their hearts, I'm never going to forgive you. And when they get it there, it takes deliverance from God. And you remind me, uh, Sister Roberta, of a story about a young man. Uh, he had climbed the corporate ladder. He had gotten his education. He had gotten a great job. And every so often they bring him into the office and they say, uh, we want to elevate you to this new position. And the young man had climbed that corporate ladder. And he had gotten to the last uh, rung on that ladder. And it was time to be elevated to the to the highest level, and um, he couldn't seem to, to to be approved by the board to get to that last place. So he began to go to counseling. He went to a counselor and he laid on that couch. He paid her a lot of money, and he talked with her, and they began to he began to share, and she 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 kept trying to discover what is it that's keeping you from your last elevation. So mm-hmm. then she tapped into his childhood, lady. And when she tapped into his childhood, she said, tell, tell me about your childhood. He said, well, mm-hmm. I had a very strict, I had a very loving mom. Uh, my siblings and I were just normal. You know, we fought, we laughed, we talked. But my dad, my dad was very um, strict, strict. And um, um, when I would do anything wrong, my dad used to take me out in the barn and he used to beat me. And after he beat me in that barn, he would slam the door of that barn and lock the door. And after he thought I'd been out there long enough, he'd come back and open the door and let me out. And so the, the lady uh, told him, she says, uh, where was this barn? He said, down in Arkansas where, we, where I grew up at. She says, um, I want you to uh, go back down uh, to Arkansas. He said, for what? She says, I want you to go visit uh, where you grew up at. And she says, he said, well, everything's all torn down. He said, that old barn my daddy used to take me in says, only standing up by the, the hair on his chinny, chin, chin. He said, there's nothing to see there. She said, yeah. She said, go back to Arkansas, go into the barn, close the door and lock it. And she said, then I want you to take your foot and kick the door down. 
He said, what? Mm-hmm. Didn't make sense to him. But he did <laughs> as she instructed him. He went back down there, waded through the tall grass, got inside the barn, locked the door, kicked the door down. And from that point on, he reached his last elevation. There are some of you on the line today, and I've been instructed that there are many of you. There are some of you on the line today, you're still in the barn in Arkansas. You live in California, you live in New York, you live in another country, you live in Michigan, you live in South Carolina, North Carolina, Louisiana, but you're still in Arkansas in the barn. And you cannot elevate in your life. You cannot release the offenses because you won't kick the door down in the realm of the spirit. When we come back, we're going to take some of you, some of the callers. If you have questions you want to make, if you have comments, if you're standing in need of prayer, we're going to come back. We're going to uh, 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 reach, reach out to you to meet your needs, whatever they are. We're going to have final words from Pastor Gene. Final words from Roberta and final words from Pastor Charlene in our last 30 minutes. Uh, Pastor Chris, if you would, give us that last song. Let it minister to your, your God's people. Thank you. It's Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio.
Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We want to share with you what uh, next Saturday's show is going to be about. Uh, next Saturday's Buffet will feature the aftermath and the backlash received by other family members of inmates. Last week, we talked to um, the mothers of inmates. Uh, week coming, we'll be talking with the family members. Uh, they will be coming on to share their experiences uh, from uh, what happens to them and how they were targeted on social media and how the whispers, when they would walk in the room and go around their peers and uh, go around gatherings of their age group, how people whispered and pointed and uh, persecuted them for just being related to inmates. So come on back next Saturday uh, to the Saturday Buffet when we feature the siblings and family members of inmates. Right now, uh, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, we want to go to the callers. Um, callers, if we come to your number and you do not want to speak, just simply say, I'm just listening, and we appreciate that. If you have a specific question for a specific um, speaker on today, Pastor Charlene, Pastor Jean Homer, or Sister Roberta, just simply say, I would like that particular person to answer, and if it doesn't matter, you can say that as well. So we want to go to the callers now because if you have concerns, we're interested, and we will try our best to answer. So, uh, Pastor Chris, could we have callers, please? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What a powerful show. So first caller, we will only read the last four digits of your phone number. 8449. 8449. Welcome to Saturday's Buffet. God bless you. I'm, I'm only here. My name is Brother Benbo from Holy Communion Gospel Center. I'm only here supporting my pastor, just listening to the great word. I just thank you for just being who you guys are in God. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Next caller, 5456, 5456, you are on the air. Saturday's is with Sister Lorraine Brown. God bless you. I'm just listening. This is Deborah Smith from Texas. All right. Thank you, Deborah, for tuning in. All right, next caller, 7991, 7991, you are on the air at Saturday's Buffet. God bless you. Jeanette Pontoon from Aiken, I'm just listening. All right. All right, thank you. God bless you, God bless you. All right, next caller, 4483, 4483, you are on the air. God bless you. See if you have your phone on mute. That's Pastor Jackson. Pastor Jackson, do you have your phone on mute? Yes, uh, I do. I'm listening. Uh, It's been a a wonderful show today. I enjoyed everything. Amen. Thank you for calling in, Pastor Jackson. Thank you. Thank you. Next caller. Pastor Chris. Yes, ma'am. We're going to take two more, and I wanted to give the women uh, a chance to give their last-minute thoughts. 
I want to take away from them because they have been uh, truly powerful today. Let's try two more callers, and if we don't have any questions, let's let them have their um, final thoughts. Uh, sure, sure. So we'll take the last two that came on the screen. Uh, eight, eight, four, two, seven, eight, four, two, seven. You are on the air. God bless you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Two, two, three, seven, two, two, three, seven. You are on the air. God bless you. I've been blessed. Just listening. This is Coach Thomas from Holy Communion. Coach Thomas, what a pleasure to have you on on the show today. This is Lorraine Brown. Thank you for tuning in. What an awesome man of God. Amen. Yes, yes, ma'am. I've enjoyed it. Amen. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chris. I, I, like I said, I wanted to give the ladies uh, time to share their last-minute thoughts. Uh, we have about 20, about 20 minutes left, and I wanted to give uh, time to each one of you. Uh, Pastor Dean, um, your final words. You, you keep climbing back up after you've been knocked down. What keeps you coming back up? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father God. You know, the relationship with Christ, my relationship, my relationship, because through it all, I've learned that he is faithful. And and, and, Mm -hmm. and the words that he will not allow anything to come up on me that I cannot Mm -hmm. bear in him. Those words, I invite the people today that that are dealing with any type of offense or Whatever you might, your challenge might be today, I want you to be reminded that God is faithful. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. It doesn't matter where you come from or what you've gone through. It doesn't matter what people say about you. And you know what? Sometimes what people say is true. But it does not matter because he sent his precious son to eradicate us of any and all offenses, anything that this world or the enemy of our soul can throw at us, God has already eradicated that. He's destroyed that. Nothing can separate us from his love. Amen? So I invite you to go boldly before his throne of grace and mercy. With every bit of offense, I mean, and in in those places, again, people, pride will hide offense. But we Mm. can go boldly before the throne of God's grace and mercy and say, Lord, here am I. You know my name. Show me Mm. any hidden offenses in my heart. Show me any false humility where I think I'm walking in freedom, but I'm still walking in offense. Because it's up to every emotion. And let me just tell you this story. John the Baptist, John the Baptist, because of his ministry and because of what happened that landed him into prison, he operated in a spirit of offense to the degree that he did not even remember that Jesus was the Son of God. 
The same mm. Jesus that he baptized at the Jordan. The same Jesus that the Spirit of the Lord lit up on. And he heard mm. the voice of God from heaven say, This is my mm. beloved son in whom mm. I am well pleased. Because mm. of the offense in his heart, because of what he had to suffer, he did not even remember. This was the Son of God. It's something that we can no longer afford. It's something that we should not allow in our members to the point that we aggressively attack that thing until it is no more in us. It is no more in our family. It is no more in our ministry. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, my God. You about as hot as that, that cheese I ate last night. My God, my God. Sister Roberta, Sister Roberta, Sister Roberta, I have seen you. Under normal circumstances, a person would have been knocked to their knees. A person would have been knocked completely out. It would have been a TKO. But I have seen you rise to the occasion. And I've seen you Lean and depend and trust in God. As you lead the people on today, what would be your final word to them if they're in the in the ring of life with offense and they're being punched, sucker punched, blindsided? What would you say to that individual on today as you part? As I part, it's been a pleasure. I would say to that individual that's been sucked punch. And like you said, faith rise to the occasion. No matter what we're going through, God has given us the measure of faith to bring us out of it. And Amen. the only way we get out of it is faith. Faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. If you're being hit, you go to the Word of God. Find out what the word of God said about says about what you're going through. Stand on that word. Stand on that word till you get what you're standing there for. Don't get off that word. Stand on it. Because he said, I watch it over my word to perform it. I'm gonna do what my word says. But I have to you have to speak the word. The word works if you work it. We yes. have to work the word. Yes. It'll come to pass, but you have mm. to work it. And you have to remind have to yourself. You have to remind yourself that you've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, the life you now live, you're living by the Son of God who gave himself for you. So it's, about, it's not about you anymore because you're dying and your spirit is becoming alive. You've been quickened by the spirit. Your spirit man, not your flesh, because your flesh is what was offended, mm. not your spirit. Mm. Amen. So you want to, you want the flesh to die and the spirit to yes. live, and the only way yes. we can do that is to remind it that you know what, it doesn't matter what you, you feel, your flesh, because mm-hmm. you did. Is what mm-hmm. the spirit of God, the spirit of God says, forgive, and I forgive you. And, and, and forgiveness is nothing we can do; it's a choice. When we choose to forgive, the Spirit of God supernaturally comes in and forgives. And it's most of the time, the thing that we're fighting 
that that's been a that we've been offended mm-hmm. over we've also offended somebody else. So even if you can remember that, just like I'm offended, I offended someone else. And the same Mm -hmm. grace and mercy that I want God to receive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from me, I want to give Mm -hmm. to others. Because he said, you can't forgive your brother, then I can't forgive you. My Lord. In order for you to get forgiveness, you have to forgive. Amen. That's the criteria of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. As you forgive, you get forgiven. So when you tell God, I can't forgive them, you say, God, you don't have to forgive me. That's too much. And it's that's a little too much because I won't forgive you. That's a little too much I there. I got, no, I got the best track. I want, so it's not worth holding on to Mm-mm. because forgiveness is putting a person in prison and holding the door so they can't come out. Mm. And you're bound to My Lord Free <laughs> You got to stay there in order to hold the door You have to mm. stay there to hold the door mm. So for, for, you know, forgive The offense is going to come Remember this The offense is going to come mm. It's okay But how I respond to the offense And God say yeah. It's going to come But woe to the one that, that brings the offense So he said mm. I will repay and he's not a man that he should lie. No, so whatever not. you do to me, you can relax and, and rest in and say, God, you said you would take care of it. So I go, mm. so I can continue to be about your business. Now I've given it to him. Now this is his business. It's no longer mine. So My I Lord. think faith will rise to the occasion. Use mm. your faith. Use your faith. Amen. It's the word of God. God bless you, man. You know, uh, before I go to Pastor Charlene, I, I wrote down three words, three words that come to mind dealing with you three women today. Um, you guys did a drive-by today in the realm of the spirit. You, you guys are snipers in the spirit. And a sniper always hit what he shoots at. Very rare does a sniper miss. So those are, and, and, the, and the third word that I got from you all today, y'all are gangsters. Y'all are about that life. <laughs> and, and I mean gangster in a good way. I mean, I, I don't take, I'm not taking lightly the world system gangster and sniper and drive-by. I'm talking about in the spirit. I'm talking about people of God hitting the, the, the enemy's camp on today. In the enemy's camp, in the realm of the spirit, my three sisters, I see the demons and the imps ducking because you guys uh, got them sniper rifles out and y'all taking them down today. Those walls that were built up in people's lives that have kept them in bondage, I see walls falling on today. Pastor Charlene, you said something and you hit me in the top of my head and it ran out of my my toes. You talked about when we have things that's going on in our lives, we need to fight so that our children won't have that fight. That is so powerful to me. But then what, what went a little further, I thought about my grandkids. My grandkids shouldn't have to fight with offense if I take care of it now. And so I thank that's you right. 
I thank God. I thank all three of you for coming on today, for sharing wisdom, knowledge, understanding. I thank you for being discerners in the realm of the spirit. I thank you for opening up your mouth and allowing the Holy Ghost to speak through you. That I don't have to leave this fight for my grandbabies to fight. That I'm fighting the offense and I'm free in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Charlene, Amen. go ahead, gangster self, and give me them last words you got. Miss <laughs> Lorraine, I'll be a gospel gangster for Jesus. <laughs> name, hallelujah. I will be his gangster. Thank you, I just I want to say, you know, this has all been wonderful. I have thank you for inviting me and being to be a part of this. I truly appreciate that. And I want to just say that, you know, offenses are hard to deal with, and sometimes offenses come in ways we haven't mentioned today. Not just people saying things, but years ago, my I walked home from church, and when I walked through my door, the Holy Spirit said, "We have to deal with this once and for all." And I thought, Lord, no, I was molested as a young girl. Never told anybody except my husband. Never. And that set up um, walls in my heart for trust. And mm. it, it made me, it, I was hold, I held back in many, many ways. And it, the story of, of the young man reminded me of this, where he, locked, he had to go back to, to, to the barn and kick the door down. The Lord said to mm-hmm. me, I want you to go back to the offense. And I said, Lord, I don't want to go back to that offense. He literally took me in my mind back to that offense. I saw it happen all over again. But this time I was not vulnerable. I was powerful and I was able to speak to this devil and command this devil to leave my life once and for all that he was not going to torment me with any of it. And so we have to know that trauma is real. You know, trauma is an mm-hmm. injury to the mind, to the soul. It's an injury to the sacred core. Your sacred core is your soul. And sometimes mm-hmm. some people, I even when I finally started talking about it, some people said, oh, that was nothing. But maybe it was nothing for them. But for me, mm-hmm. as a little girl, it was traumatizing. And I brought that trauma into my adult life. And what the Lord said to mm-hmm. me was this. That offense did come. He said, well, you you got to give that to me because where I'm taking you, you cannot take this woundedness until the anointing I'm going to place on your life. That's why it's Amen. important to forgive. It's, it's important to let things go. It's important to process pain because what waits for you on the other side of unforgiveness can be awesome. The anointing that God has given me to share, the ability he's given me to teach is not my own ability. God gave that to me. It's him. Spirit of God teaching through me. It's the spirit of God working through my life. So I can't lay mm-hmm. down, I can't lay claim to any of it. But had I not gone through those steps of, of, of getting rid of things and casting off stuff and, and forgiving, I don't think the anointing would be as it is. So I have yeah, right. to learn to, to get rid of the trauma. I have to learn to cast those cares upon Jesus and know that everything that was meant for evil for my life actually worked for my good because God gave me a to heal the sisters, a rescue the precious life and heal the wounded. So he's given me, um, uh, I, I can, I can sense things more readily in the spirit because of what I've gone mm-hmm. through my own life. So the fact that that young man to kick down the door to get to the next level hmm. of anointing of of, 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 of promotion, rather, we have to do the same thing in the spirit of God. We have to kick down some doors, kick down some mm-hmm. doors in the spirit, so we can be elevated in God. So I just commit to everybody today: if you if you're living in if you've been traumatized by whatever by words, you know, you can break words off your life. You can break word curses off your life by the word of God. You can start speaking to your mind, your heart, and, and command your heart to be healed. I had to do that. You will walk in forgiveness. You will walk in healing and deliverance. You will walk in the power of God, but you're going to have to get to know that he'll let all that old stuff go. As traumatic as mm-hmm. that experience was, well, my daddy, my 
My daddy was murdered as a little girl. My daddy was murdered. I carried trauma into my life with that. I had to deal with that trauma and to, and to accept Jesus Christ as my heavenly father and my God, the best father you could ever have. So all those things that happened in my life, I had to give them over to the Lord. I had to forgive so that I could live. Yes. I had to forgive so that his anointing would be powerful in my life. I had to forgive so that I could be in the place that I am today in God. Because had I not forgiven and released that pain, I could be in anybody's mental institution. And I know it. I know that I could. My Lord. God could. My Lord. Let it go. You let it go so that you can live. Because the life that I've called you to is far greater than anything that has ever happened to you. Anything. And he reminded me, I've been the best father to you that you could ever have. So I know my father, my father was murdered, but God became my father as a young girl. Before I knew him as Savior, I knew him as my father. I learned to talk Amen. to him about every single thing. And thank God for salvation. I thank him for that. But before I got saved, I talked to him and he was like he was my dad. So we, I just pray that you will let go of the severe shock today that's left uh, your, your mind in trauma, your body is in trauma. They'll let go of that stuff because God, God wants you to, number one. He wants you to, and it's important that you you know that he's with you, and he has been with you all of your life. Amen? And, 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 and Amen. Mr. Lorraine, I, just, I love you, and I, I've always loved you, and I thank God for you, and I just pray that um, you'll be able to, keep, to continue to cast your cares upon Jesus. No, you're not alone. Amen. God is in the boxing ring of life with you. Your victory is guaranteed, Amen. so we have to continue to believe because we have authority and dominion over all the power of the enemy. We've got the authority. We've got the power to set these demons at bay. Amen? And, and the devil Amen. is going to be able to use your past wounds against you. If you give it to Jesus, Amen. the devil will no longer be able to use your past hurt or your past pain against you. So today, in Jesus' name, I break off all soul wounds from all our lives, all what we're missing, yes, and I root the peace yes, of God that surpasses understanding. Amen. And I'm asking yes, Father yes. God to fill those places of suffering and pain with His blessed life, so you can accept deliverance and continue to walk closer to Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. I love how the Holy Spirit works because I was I was uh, uh, gonna do that, Pastor Charlene, and you did oh, it, sorry. and that's just oh. awesome. No, 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 no. That's the Holy Spirit. It was your, it was your job. But uh, Pastor Chris, if you have any announcements, uh, the the floor is yours. Thank you, ladies, for coming on today. Know that this platform can always be shared by you. You can, uh, you can come on at any time that you would like. Uh, I honor, I'm honored to have you here, Pastor Chris. You can come on now with your announcements, and thank you. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm not going to say too much in regards to this panel because you women of God blew the roof off this afternoon. <laughs> so if you can't if you can't get over your offense after hearing this broadcast, don't worry. Right. The replay will be just in just a few minutes. And you can listen to it again. And also, you can go to Live 365. You can download the app on your mobile devices. And you can also hear this show again as well. So, it's Live 365. Search the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. And you're in there. Hit the heart button. And you got it. You can take it anywhere with you. You can also go to our website, www.tpvradionetwork.com. And you can also visit us on blogtalkradio.com 
forward slash TPV radio. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. We praise God for what he's doing in this season. And the spirit of the, of offense can definitely pull the Holt in any ministry if you allow mm-hmm. it. Just saying. So, anyway, that's Amen. my little nugget for today. And I'm not, like I said, I ain't going to preach because y'all did enough today. <laughs> so, I'm going to pass the mic back over to you. And I'm done. God bless you. We just want to encourage um, our listeners. Next week's show, we will have the Jones Nation on. They will be here sharing their uh, experiences with having a loved one as an inmate. And uh, we pray that you come on back. And we encourage you to purchase Sister Rosalind Boone's Williams book, Serving Time 2, T-O-O, Serving Time 2. We encourage you to pick that book up. It's an awesome book. Until next week, we're out. Let's go. We're done, Dr. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.